Okay, we're going. We're live. We still have a name. We don't have a name. This is this is a rerun of the first episode minus three people. I think we have to hit the DBs up again. No, it's already at. Is it? Yeah. So we're already. Good. I think. Oh yeah, there it is. That the only problem with it last time was like Dazon being over there Way and over us there. having yeah. to move the mic around and then like Day Day being in the corner. Yeah. He's like laying back, like whispering over here. Yeah, so you could bring Doug, pick it up. Doug, yeah, Doug was Doug literally like in like the pit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and Doug just doesn't talk anyway, so. Yeah. Actually, he I actually was able to hear him pretty well because he would like shut up and talk like yeah, this. Yeah, he would. When he did talk anyway. But let's read, let's, let's run through introduction again. So, Dazon, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, I'm Dazon Davis, 25 year old guy. Uh, came back to my faith. Last August, um, and I kind of like for the first time in my life was able to make my faith my own faith, which is something that I hope we'll be able to hit on a little bit. Um, but yeah, I just really have been really curious and interested and uh, blessed finding a community of people that are active, and so super excited to just continue growing my faith, growing my knowledge in the Lord, and trying to help others do the same. Uh, my name is Trevor, uh, 21. Just working, going to church mostly. I'm going to try not to like, because on the last one I noticed too, I was like pausing a lot when mm-hmm. I was talking. So it just sounded like like this, like this pause. I don't want to do that. Um, my name's Trevor, 21. We are at my house, me, Dazon, and someone you will be introduced to very shortly. We are starting this podcast for fun, essentially. Just talking about the word and Jesus and our faith and sometimes we get a little off topic but um, we are missing three people Day Day, Matt and Doug I don't know how often all of us will be here but we're trying to record at least once a week we don't have topics yet we'll have a guest once a month we'll attempt to but that is essentially the goal with this pod is just to talk about our faith and personal experiences and to learn from each other, really. Let me let me introduce you. Well, let, I'll let him introduce himself. But the guy to my left here. Yeah, um, I'm Joey. I'm 20 years old and uh, grew up as a Christ follower um, with a family who also um, just grew up as um, Christ believers and um, got connected to these guys through Active Church. And um, once I heard that we were starting a podcast, I wanted to hop in and be a part of the conversation. Joey is our, our status of credibility because Joey, Joey went to seminary. Dazon is very smart, but he, he didn't go to seminary like Joey. Um, Joey is insanely smart. Um, I don't know. Where do we start? You start with your week? How's your week going so far? The week? Um, what is it? Today is Wednesday. Just, yep. got, just got over the hump. Uh, just working, dude. Working church this church tomorrow. Hang out Friday, church Sunday. But like, how has work been going? Is it good? Works okay. Is it busy? It's work. Hard enough. labor, short staff. No, I mean, um, we're kind of on. We're not necessarily on the tail end of the job, but there's not much to do. We have to wait for the electricians and wait for the plumbers to get what they have done. So we're just kind of doing a bunch of little stuff like okay. putting up insulation and just a bunch of stupid stuff honestly <laughs> how's your week my week's been pretty good um 
last week was pretty crazy so I've been still having a lot going on at the school but it doesn't feel as crazy because of what I'm coming off the back of from last week but uh today was actually super good lots of conversations with parents and families things like that uh coming up with new solutions every single day to try to meet the needs of the students that we're serving so it's just really awesome and got a lot of good feedback today which was good for me I feel like I've been needing no, I don't, that's something that we could actually jump into, but like, I feel like I need recognition sometimes because it can be like very disheartening to hear a lot of bad news over and over and over again or have parents that are just upset all the time. And so it's just like refreshing when you get that parent that's just like, yo, you don't understand how much I appreciate you and like you specifically for what you do for my kid. And like, I see the passion and I see how much you care. So thank you. And like, it just feels good. So that was a good day. How about you, Joey? Joey, how's your week going? Um, yeah, my week's been good, dude. Um, I don't know how much sun I've seen all week. You know, I've been I've been face first and face face down in books all week. Um, currently going through um, EMT school, so I've never taken anatomy a day in my life, and I'm expected to know 206 bones by Monday. So, we're, it's just been lots of studying, um, lots of flashcards. Um, but overall, good. Been fun. Excited for the weekend for a little pause and a little bit of break. Dizon, how many bones do you think you could name, like, off the top of your head right now? Four? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say I'm about there, too. Yeah. Femur, tibia, fibia, nice. cranium. See, like, mine is, <laughs> mine is, like, skull, arms, legs, feet, knees, that's about... Okay, name them. That, that, that's the names of it. No. <laughs> that's, go, that's what well, I mean. Femur, tibia, Essentially. fibia. Femur, phalanges, phalanges. Is that really what they're called? The yeah. phalange? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Phalanges. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only technical term, I guess. Patella bone in your knee. I know that one. That's the one I broke, not my tibia, my patella. I broke that one. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm done. I guess we could have Joey do it, but we'll probably be here for a little bit because he knows, he knows all two hundred and six. <laughs> All right, so let's actually talk about what I kind of brought up there when I was talking about my week. Uh, how do you guys think about, uh, struggle with, wrestle with the idea of, like, wanting earthly recognition? Everybody wants it. I want it. I'm sure Joey wants it. Joey wants to congratulate, or uh, I'm proud of you for waking up at 5 in the morning and getting done with school at 6 o'clock in the afternoon, you know, like... You wanna, you wanna. I'm proud of you with the work that you're doing with the kids. I wanna, I'm proud of you for slaving away all day at, at work. You know, um, I don't think it's a bad thing in the eyes of God to want some kind of recognition. You know, like um, Seth in our rooted group, mm. um, like cause he jumped in, really had no idea what was going on, and he wasn't going to church with nobody. He showed up by himself, and I pulled him aside and I was like, hey, like. I just told him, like, I see you. Like, mm-hmm. I see your improvement in your faith and your knowledge of God. And, and just let him know that someone is there to see his growth. Yeah. And he almost started to cry. And it's just... And that was maybe, like, five weeks in of yeah. him going to church. And it's like a month of unrecognized progress can make a man cry, you know? Yeah. And, like, think about the the people that... Like, people that went to Vietnam, like, came back, and everyone was like, oh, you're an idiot for going there. Like, that's got to suck. Nobody welcomed them home. I just know that it's somewhere in the Bible, probably more than once, where, like, God tries to instruct us to not 
focus on any type of earthly recognition because it can be so fickle. And it's just like you can have people love you one day and then hate you the next. So if you like attach yourself to that too much, it can become dangerous. And so it's like I always try to keep myself very aware of that concept and the idea that really I am trying to just honor God and the kingdom. But like I said, like and like you said, and it is a natural human thing to want to be accepted and to want to be seen for what you do and things like that. But I just wonder, like, how do you guys view that balance for yourselves personally? Do you see yourself ever getting a little bit too prideful prideful or like you, yeah. you like that recognition a little bit too much you're, you're you're feeding into it you start doing things to get it do you ever notice those types of things for yourselves Joey what do you think yeah I mean I think I think the way that I kind of balance the idea of what am I doing this for right like I'm not doing this to be recognized mm-hmm. although it feels good to be recognized right yeah. like I think I think, like for me, when I lead worship on Sundays or do something like, if I go if I go up on stage on Sunday, I'm gonna go do what I do. I'm gonna have the same energy that I have because I'm doing it for the reason of I want to magnify God, right? Mm. And I want to lead people into the presence of God. Now I'm gonna do that second service, whether or not someone in between services walks up to me and says that was awesome. Yeah. Now that's gonna hype me up a lot more. Be like, sweet people like what I'm doing. Like that feels good. Yeah. I'm going to do it anyways. That's right. who I am. That's what I'm called to do, right? Mm. Um, so I think I think that's kind of the balance of, sure, like, I mean, I think I think it's safe to say that any person who walks on earth would want recognition of what they're doing. Yeah. But I think the difference is I don't want recognition for the things that I'm not supposed to be doing. I want mm. recognition for the things that I'm called to be doing. Um, and I think that's where the balance lies for me. Because, I mean, like, you, you see in the Bible, like, Paul is writing tons of letters to all these people or Jesus is even speaking to all these people and you see that be, before they just go bashing all these people and say like you're doing this wrong oh your faith is weak or like mm-hmm. just different things right yeah. they always be sure to either leave on a positive note or at least say something that they're doing right right because like I could grill into you for three hours that's no fun but, but I'd be like hey like Maybe try to do this, but this you're doing really, really good, right? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to just tear you down. I also want to bring life to what you're doing, and so I think it's a perfectly biblical thing for even like Jesus and Paul and some of the biggest leaders we see to be giving, quote unquote, earthly recognition to people, yeah. right? Yeah, I think that's a good way to think about it and put it. And like that goes back to a message that we got from Pastor Mike last year towards the end of the year about portion control and how to like deliver a message to people and Mm -hmm. and how to speak to one another as followers of Christ. So I definitely agree with that. And um, I find myself like wanting to do that more and more the past couple of months. Like it feels I've always been under the impression and, and lived my life in the way of like it's better to give a compliment than to receive one. But, like, especially lately, bro, like, I just, I want to go out and tell every parent, like, hey, I'm so proud of your daughter or your son, and they're just doing amazing. And, like, um, I'm just really proud of you as a parent for raising such an awesome young kid, and I'm grateful that you bring them to my program and stuff. And, like, just to see the, like, smile on their face, especially because the parents that have their kids in my program are usually, like, single parent households or like not the you know blue collar and not the most wealthy and so they're having to work extra hours to make ends meet and things and so i i know that it probably feels very good for those people especially to hear that through all of the things that they're having to juggle and deal with that they're still being seen as a good parent so i like that yeah it brings me back to this idea of like church where like 
you walk through the doors and you expect that people are going to be there greeting you. You expect that the pastor is going to be in a good mood and being bringing life to you, right? But like, I, like I oftentimes like, I try to be sure that like on Sundays I walk up to Joe or I walk up to Mike or James yeah. and be like, hey, like you guys are killing it. Like mm. this is you're doing this for a reason. Yeah, it's working. Like we appreciate it. We love you. Thank you guys because I yeah. feel like oftentimes we expect so much from them to be like our almost like hype men right yeah. yeah but oftentimes like who do who do they have like also like they're just around us just as much yeah. as we're around them like we need to think i think at least i do i need to for sure do a better job of like understanding that the people that i look forward to of hearing like or getting recognition i think they would also appreciate, appreciate yeah. my recognition right so there's a no, that's, con- that's good sorry there you go I, I was just gonna say that that's good because i haven't really who does who does Pastor Mike have to like? Oh, are you proud of me? You know, mm-hmm. like, right? Like, you guys think it was a good service? Yeah, no. Yeah, I had a, I did a, I think it was in the U version. I had done um, one of their Bible study plans last November, and as I was going through it, that was one of the things that they touched on was like to honor your spiritual leaders and recognize that they have been like sent basically essentially from God to do what they're doing. And that we need to be grateful for them for being able to be that bridge for some of us to gain that knowledge and have. And so, like, ever since then, I try at least, like, once every other week to, like, tell one of them, like, Joe or Mike, like, hey, I really appreciate what you guys do and thanks for pouring all your knowledge into us and stuff. But, like, definitely need to do it more. Because what I was going to say was that uh, there's, like, a Kanye West song called Big Brother. (laughs) And... Um, I always butcher the quote, but it's like ever since I heard it off that album when that album came out, bro, it's always stuck out to me. It's like if you ever have someone that you admire, you should tell them because people hardly ever get the roses while they could still smell them. Right. Mm. And it's just so true that it's like when someone passes away, we're all at the funeral saying, oh, that was such a great man or a great woman. And we're giving them all these gifts and flowers as they're departing. When did but we that it's when like you could have told them that every day that they were here, how much yeah. you love them and how sweet they were to you and this and that. And so that's something that's always like stuck in stuck in my head yeah my last and final thought to that would be as as christians we're all called to be christ-like right that's our overall goal of christianity Mm -hmm. and i think that god exemplifies that so well of like honoring people and like shouting out and affirming them when they're doing something good and making it known like hey i see you I, i feel you i i see you i recognize you yeah um and so i think if hypothetically Christians are doing what we're called to do and say we're wanting to do right I think we're going to have a culture and a world of affirmations and giving Mm. thanks to people right and so I think that's something that shouldn't lack because if I'm trying to be Christ like and you're trying to be Christ like then I'm going to be practicing my affirmations of being like hey I see that in you I'm not focusing on the negative even if I had a terrible day my grandma passed away I got fired from my job yeah. but hey man you led worship really well today like yeah. that, that, that meant a lot to me and then you're trying to practice <clears throat> your your faith and you being Christ like and you're being like hey I, I just want you to know that I see you I I can't imagine what you're going through right now like that's a lot Um, but I feel you I'm proud of you I'm by your side you're, you're, hand, like, you're handling this very well you're in the spots that you need to be you're talking to the people you need to talk to and then i'm like oh man okay that, yeah that's what i need and off we go right yeah and so i think as long as we're trying to as long as we have the clear goal of be christ-like i think that kind of just goes with 
that idea, the rest right? follows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The rest follows. On the topic of giving people their flowers and their appreciation, uh, Pastor Jeremy and Kimmy. Oh, dude. Pastor Kimmy? Do we call her Pastor yeah. Kimmy? Yeah, yeah, I'll call her that. You guys are, if you guys ever listen to this, <laughs> you guys are incredible. Yeah. Um, and I think I speak for all of us when I say this that we appreciate you guys more than more than you guys know you guys have totally turned youth and young adults around um inviting us into your home is something i honestly didn't even think about when it came to youth pastors and and stuff like that so you you guys are killing it you guys are doing your thing and we all appreciate it we appreciate how much you pour into the youth leaders and trying to build us up and like just the conversations me and jeremy have had just like hanging out at his house like i never could have imagined going over to the to the past youth leaders like house and just hanging out like i mean i could imagine it but like they never invited me over like just just something like that i've known jeremy for for a quarter of the time and and he's just like me and him i've known each other for forever it's like I know he's learned a lot about me. I've learned a lot about him, and him and Kimmy are just so wise. And like, we're friends with their kids. Like, yeah, it, it's it's the same age as their kid. Yeah, not you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I could say anything about it, is that like I really, truly do feel that like they like God, God sent them to oh, us. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's just it's, it's it's such a blessing to have them uh, come into this space and be able to change things for us and um and yeah like to be able to be able to lean on them as a family um and just have them with such arms wide open in yeah. such a short amount of time and to trust us the way that they have um and like Trevor said to just pour into us with such love is just it's just a blessing that I'd never yeah, seen coming for sure i think in this season you know i've um i stepped out of youth ministry i'm not going to young adults consistently i've kind of stepped in here and there just to kind of see who they were right yeah and i've attended a couple of events that they put on at their house and just trying to kind of see who they are and what they're about you know because i like i'm super picky about who i kind of let in and let lead me and follow me and that's probably not the best thing but i I, not a good thing not a bad (laughs) thing i guess um but i think from what i do know um and the conversations that I've had with them, we got we had that gathering at their house, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, I think something like a word that goes stands out to me that like I think represents what they're doing for um, the young adults and the youth and um, just families at the church. Um, I think I think if I had to choose one word, I think it would be shepherds. And mm-hmm. I think I think they're great at being shepherds to the children, to the people, to their family. Um, and to active I think I think Jeremy's a super knowledgeable guy I think he's kind of been around and done a thing or two in his time and um it is really cool to hear him speak but I think the thing that fascinates me more is the way his wife speaks because mm-hmm. um, when you talk to him you get the like you'll get the pastor out of him you'll get yeah. the friend out of him yeah. and when you talk to her you're just going to get the pastor's heart but a mom and I yeah. think, and I think that part is really cool like mm-hmm when you talk to her I mean I guess I am the same age as her kid but also like when you talk to her like she just wants to love you he just wants to yeah. love you like even more so of like here's the gospel become a become a Christian like yeah that's not the goal the goal yeah. the goal is to love you and yeah. they do a great job of that um something I've noticed about Kimmy like on like to to go off of what you said Kimmy is um it's very 
I've noticed in her like she has never lost faith at all like ever from what I can see from the outside and it doesn't matter like what books she reads or the people that she will interact with it's like she has she really has this unwavering faith of God that is unshakable and like Jeremy's the book smart guy Jeremy's the he's the pastor he's went to Bible college he's done all the things and Kimmy's just like I have this crazy faith in Jesus and I yeah. I just I love Jesus and I love everybody else and it, it's so awesome to have that dynamic like same thing as uh, Joe and Diana you yeah. know and, and I also don't know if I'd test Kimmy on her theology knowledge. Oh, no. I, they, they, no. I think she could probably yeah. mop the floor no, with us. No, oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I definitely would not put that past her. But from what I've seen, it's just like, yeah, I sure. love Jesus so much, and yeah. he loves me, and yeah. and I love you. And, like, it's just, she's yeah. so sweet, dude. Um, yeah. Yeah. They've helped me in ways that they don't even know. Like, just sitting down, having a conversation with me, and, like, having a conversation with me and Abby and... and not even on the topic of relationships just sitting down together like jeremy taking me and my brother out to lunch like mm. it's it's just very loving and i, I appreciate th- that. i think that also leads into like that's the recognition that we're desiring mm-hmm. right like i think you're talking about like oh i just want to hear a good job yeah i want to hear a good job but also like i want to be recognized in the way of like hey can i take you out to lunch and like oh wow like yeah i'm that I'm important enough for yeah, you yeah, to want to yeah. go out to lunch with me, right? Exactly. I think I think that's super cool. You want to come hang out with me, like outside of church? Like we don't even have to talk about anything yeah. in church. Like we could just hang out, like yeah. as friends. And that that's what I appreciate about them is just being friends with them more than more than a youth pastor and a youth leader. And and I don't want to think of Jeremy as a boss. Like I've always thought of him as a friend. Like the first day I ever met him and. So I appreciate them a lot. Yeah. Um, what fi- else? What else do we got? I find it super interesting that they're able to, um, like, have such a close relationship, but also when the time comes for like service or things like that, like, it's clear of like not boundaries, but like it's clear the role they have, and it's mm-hmm. clear that hey, like I'm gonna honor them in this moment and speak to them at like this mm-hmm. rather than like what up bro and like yeah. they don't care yeah. they would desire that right but it's like it's so unique how they have the hey yeah we're best friends we're buddies but when we're working we're also working yeah. like yeah. the time and place and that and they have it like they have it down like they just have it they're they're handling it so professionally it's like an unspoken thing too because right i now that you say that i noticed jeremy kind of like switch but he's never Vocalized that. Yeah, no, exactly. He just he just leads by it. Like, yeah. It's you the see energy, him, like, oh. and it's the it's the energy that they give off, and it's yeah. one of the biggest things that I've been able to observe and take from them. Right. Uh, especially in my role at the school, and like being like, oh, that's how to lead a group of people. Like to have them truly understand that like you're on the same side, on the same team for the same goal. Yeah. And like you said, it's just like when the energy comes on and like the time and the place and the setting is right, like the conversations and the relationships will just shift into the ways that they need to right. to maximize whatever situation is going on, whether it be hanging out and getting to know each other better or like actually serving our students on a Tuesday night or something like that. Yeah. And it's just really cool. What, what else could we talk about on this first episode? Um, <coughs> I don't know if you, you guys wanted to, like, pull out something from the Bible and then talk about it for, like, 10, 15 minutes on every episode. Yeah, I mean, let's do it. We don't, we have, we need ideas, so let's do it. I think that's a good idea. Let me write that down. Okay.
Um, let me see here. I am currently scrolling through some verses, trying to pick something out here to talk about. I do think that's a good idea, though. Like, maybe like a five-minute intro, whatever. Maybe like a ten-minute or five to seven minute of just like random like how'd you do this week what like who'd you talk to blah 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 like honoring yeah. people like yeah. that like hey jeremy didn't like i think we spent a lot of time on it for yeah. the most part but like maybe five minutes of like blah 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 blah, blah and then like all right hey let's, let's start, dive let's into it. now like 10 minutes of let's get like into you the said word. let's get into the word let's yeah. read this what's your thoughts and then maybe like topics like hey what do you think about this mm-hmm. five, five seven minutes what do you think about this five to seven minutes like, um as design looks for something there's just a like put up a timer or yeah like exactly that. yeah, yeah. Um, as Dizan looks for something, there's a couple things that I want to touch on. This is not a teaching. We are not here to teach you. Um, nothing that we say, well, I mean, there might be some things that we say is factual, but what we say is personal opinion, and it's to be taken at your own, how do I say that? I guess your own knowledge or whatever. I probably said that incorrectly, but... Um, we're not, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) we're not here to teach you, you know, this is just a a recording of our conversations, we want to put aside time, um, out of our days to honor God and to talk about Him and to learn from each other, and we want to take you guys with us in that hour and a half that we spend, um, also... I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Um, yeah, I would say I would say we're three guys that don't have it figured out. We're three guys just talking and trying to figure out what faith is, yeah. what Jesus is, what yeah. Christ like is. Um, none of us have it down, and whoever does tell you they have it down, they're lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't have it all down. I, I think the way that Trevor was trying to kind of put it was like, like take it with a grain of salt, guys. Like, oh, that's um, what I was looking for. Dude. We we obviously <laughs> have dog. these things. We hold them as our own opinions. Um, but that doesn't mean that, like Trevor was trying to say, that it is necessarily the only truth or the way to think about these topics that we're bringing up or discussing like that. So um, always, you know, if you feel like we say something that you might question, I would say take it to your local pastor at your church. Um, if it's a question that you want to have answered or, or revealed to you in a way that might be uh, more filtered through the lens of God. You can always take anything that you hear from here and just kind of ask those people at your local congregation. Um, but I found Proverbs sixteen twenty six. It says, It is good for workers to have an appetite. An empty stomach drives them on. So I guess like first, kind of like think about that. Uh, Trevor could read it again. So for those of you guys listening, can kind of digest it with us. Trevor, go ahead and read that again. Is 25, 26? Uh, just 26, just what's uh, underlined. It is good for workers to have an appetite. An empty stomach drives them on. Hmm. Let's have Joey go first, since he's since he's the Bible guy. Yeah, so Joey, Joey's going to read that, <laughs> and then he's going to jump in here. It is good for workers to have an appetite. An empty stomach drives them on. I I need a second to think about it, honestly, because I have... I have no clue what that means to me right off the bat I think like if we go denotation like definition dic- dictionary definition of those words is saying that like anybody that does work it's good that they are you know hungry because you gotta buy food and yeah. you gotta go to work to make money 
Um, so it's saying that it's good that we have hunger because it like essentially is a driving factor to continue doing the things that we do. Um, that's like super surface level, just reading the words for what they say on the page. Right. That's, um, that's kind of how I understood it a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's kind of like the just like a kind of like a worldview kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, like it makes me think of like the people who think like I eat to work rather than I work to eat, right? So I think mm. I think it's interesting that like some people could have the mentality of like yeah, I'm gonna eat so I can work. Like I, I I need to eat so I can be the best my best version of myself. I can work hard, do these things. Um, which I think is in a lot of areas is where I would lie, um, rather than like, oh, I work so I can eat. Mm. Um, meaning, yeah, I do this and this and this with this goal in mind, right? And I think, I think this verse maybe maybe just this is a thought. I'm not saying this is true. Um, maybe could even lead back to Genesis of the Garden of Eden, right? Hmm. Um, I mean, what what happened that sin entered the world? She, they, or not she, I, I'm about to blame it on females, right? <laughs> but two people, both male and female, <laughs> equal blame, ate the fruit. We're all about equality here. Right, yeah, no, not not saying it was the, completely the girl's fault, right? No. Um, she didn't start it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, 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 like that kind of verse, like it makes me wonder like, what did, what would that have to do with it? Like, is that is that the kind of eat that it's talking about, or is it talking about like the like the nourishment of like quote unquote eating like like the Bible? Like you eat to like replenish yourself, right? And like what like what is it talking about? As in like oh like I'm gonna read the Bible to fill myself up so I can go work and like like how it says eat to work. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna consume as much as I can of this. So when I go on Sundays and I go lead worship and I go do these things, I'm fired up. I have I have stories I want to tell. I have I I have this knowledge that I want to pass out to whoever is willing to listen. At, yeah. Like quite frankly, right? Um, so that's kind of where my brain goes. Like I like I I sometimes I wonder like the literal literal comparison of like oh does eat have anything to do with like Genesis? I mean that was just an idea, right? But um, when I would think of that, I would think of not the literal meaning, rather than like the idea of like, okay, I need to I need to consume a whole lot of Jesus in order to make it through this week, right? And so that's what that's what I got from that. I really like that, and that actually goes into something. So um, on you version the Bible app, I'm gonna be plugging that a lot, and hopefully one day they'll sponsor the podcast. We would love to have you guys <laughs> as a sponsor. Yeah. Um, but there's a resource on there where you can go to like get certain like short devotionals or sermons from certain lead pastors of different congregations and things. And there's this one organization called Spoken Gospel, and I showed it to Trevor a little bit ago. But basically, they believe. And they go by the thing that every single verse from Genesis to Revelation in one way or another points back to Christ Jesus. So when I start to unpack it with that lens in mind um, and I see that like everybody, it's good for a worker to have an appetite. um, I start to think about like the spiritual food and like spiritual hunger and Mm, the early days of the church and thinking about the idea that like, they were always talking about it in the metaphors of shepherding sheep or planting crops to to have a ripe harvest and to enjoy the fruits of their own labors and all of these things that kind of resort or like relate themselves back to like metaphors of speech relating to food um so when i think about it like that and i look through it 
the empty stomach driving us on is the fact that, like you said, without Jesus in our life, without placing our faith around Christ, we're going to always end up with needing and wanting for more. And so that it's a good thing that we don't just stay full forever because it leads us to always rely on Christ and Jesus and everything that we end up facing. That's interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting thought because as as I went through um, ministry school, um, there's this idea that they talk about of like a like you like your heart is a cup, right? Mm. And instead of pouring out to others and emptying yourself and mm. then trying to rebuild it, their idea um, was to just constantly be filling yourself up, like fill up your cup all the way because at some point the cup's going to overflow, right? Yeah. And so their idea is constantly fill yourself up with the Holy Spirit, the Bible, worship, prayer, fasting, like all these things, right? To where people are getting stuff from you, but it's the overflow of your heart rather than the actual stuff inside your cup. And then you pour it out and then you're drained and you're wiped out and Mm -hmm. you're... Have nothing left Burnt out and like all these things. And then you're trying to replenish yourself so you can get back into the battlefield rather than just constantly eating, constantly nourishing yourself to where now you're you're fully pumped and you can go run a marathon yeah. and still have stuff for people and still be able to like, yeah, I can help you because I'm in a, I, my mental capacity, my spiritual capacity is in a place to where I, I can help you, right? Yeah. Rather than like, hey, you, you want to do this podcast? Dude, I can't. Like I, I've done so much this past three weeks. I need to take time, read the Bible. And sometimes that's necessary, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, I think I think that's the idea of, like, if I'm constantly seeking God, if I'm constantly in his word and, like, praying, doing all these things, and I'm not as good as I want to be at it, um, but it, it allows me to be with. all in with what other people are doing and be able to help them. And Trevor's like, oh, I have this idea. Yeah, dude, let's go be a part of it. Like, I, I have the room to help you, right? I yeah. think that's the... I think that's the thing of like, let me give you the overflow rather than give you the things that I need to actually be even mm-hmm. be able to help you. Because when the next person comes along, now I'm drained. I can't help that person, and I, I can do like every other yeah, rather right. than every yeah. person. Yeah, um, I guess my interpretation. So it's hard for me to get a grasp of the verse because I don't know the context of Proverbs. I I don't know who's writing it. I don't know who it's written to. I don't know what it's written for. So I guess in that sense, I kind of take it more literally. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see the let me see the verse again. The irony of that, though, is that if you did have all the context of Proverbs, you would take it even more literally. More literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's from King Solomon, yeah. and it's literally just advice, literal like words that he spoke to his son, and one of the people there was like writing them down because they found write that down, write that down. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, these were literal like instructions for his son. Do these things, you will have a good kingdom after I die and you take over as king don't do these things then the bad stuff that he talks about throughout proverbs is most likely going to come okay so (laughs) so okay um so now i'm so first thing i thought i read that over again and i think of lunchtime 12 o'clock i'm so hungry throughout the day we start at seven we take lunch at 12 it's like 10 o'clock and i get hungry and so i just kept i keep looking at my phone like what time is it dude it needs to be lunchtime and lunchtime lunchtime it comes time for lunch, sorry, and um, I'm ready to eat. I eat, and then I'm ready to go back to work. Mm. Like today, I, I made a lasagna last night, 
Yeah. And so today for lunch, I had some leftover lasagna, and it was like I was so ready to eat that lasagna. And so it's like, okay, let me just work, try to get my mind off of eating, mm-hmm. so that time will go by faster. And I don't know directly how that will correlate into that, but that's just something that I thought of. Um, yeah, I guess taking it taking it the way that I perceived it was just how I came up with that. I don't know. I, th- I think another thing that's funny, like how you kind of talked about is like, no, like King Saul is literally talking to his kid, like literally, like like in this part, when he's saying this, he means, bro, eat a salad. Like, go, <laughs> like please, like have an appetite, go do, like don't kill yourself, like, right? But it's funny because like something like we talked about last week of like different seasons, it, like some, some things may mean something different, right? And yeah. so sure, my way, that might be like the literal meaning of what King Saul was saying, but I I would I would find it hard to believe that God didn't have a desire to have that in the Bible for a specific reason, mm-hmm. much deeper than eating salads, yeah. right? Yes. Yes. So like when people think like oh yeah I like like for instance like it happens in the church all the time like where I say like oh like this this just blessed my heart or like I I feel called to do this like I don't know why I feel called to do this but I feel called to say this I feel called to do this. Like, for instance, like, a, like it happened a couple months ago. I got to lead a communion moment and had um, just, talk, just talked about what communion was and things that have been touching my heart, whatever. And a person had walked up to me after just in, like, full tears of, like, this was my story. This is what I needed. Yet I don't know who you are, but you were speaking to me. I needed this word, right? Wow. And I'm like, well, that's crazy because, like, for me, it was something way different. Like, yeah, like, uh, I, I made it up on the spot, actually. No, that's not true. Um, but, like, it was, like, a, it was just this idea of, like, you know, like this, I mean, clearly it was important enough for me to say it, right? But right. it wasn't, like, this life-transforming transfer- thing. Mm-hmm. It was just a thought that I had in my head. And for the other person, it was this crazy, like, oh, my God, I see God in this now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and I think that's something that that verse probably does to a lot of people of like yeah this is very literal like hey watch your appetite and maybe to some people like oh my god i need to touch my life i need to watch my appetite right or to some people like oh my god i'm dealing with burnout i i have no patience with people Mm -hmm. i have constant anger towards everything i do Mm -hmm. maybe i do need to just take a time and get filled up and refresh and go out and then i'm going to realize that i automatically want to be affirming to other people i want i want to help people i'm mm-hmm. patient with people yeah. i'm willing to do things so i think that verse like you said it's it's a very literal thing but also i think god has the bible so uniquely framed to where each thing in the bible you see in different spots and different stories but yeah. they mean the same thing but in different ways and like I, th- I think i think that's just one of those verses where you can take it literally or you can take it deep because yeah. i think god desires it to be both yeah. That's why I've told Trevor this many times, but like Proverbs is my favorite book in the Bible okay. because of like how God used King Solomon in that time and what he gave King Solomon and all of those blessings of being like the literal wisest, richest, most influential man that had ever lived on the planet at that time. Yeah. And what he did with those things by continuously honoring God and how he was able to then like give us basically all of Proverbs is just like it's so cool that you like you said it can i think it's one of those books that is the easiest for someone that's becoming new to faith to jump into and to notice in the bible that the text has a surface 
and layered meaning. Yeah. Like, it's so easy for me, at least in Proverbs, to see, like, like we said, the literal words is, like, it's good for people to have an appetite because then they want to work. Sure, that makes sense. Right. <laughs> if, we, if none of us got hungry, none of us would go get a, none of us would go to work, and then right. people wouldn't have built cars, and yeah. road systems wouldn't be going on, and right. yeah, it's obviously. But then, like we also said, it's deeper, and it could be spiritual knowledge and food, and and filling your cup so that you can be a filling and a blessing to others' lives. It's so, yeah, Proverbs is such a good book. That's yeah. my favorite book and my recommendation for people. If you just want to read a random book of the Bible, try Proverbs. Actually, let's go around and like if you have one, if you've thought about it before, like what your favorite book of the Bible is. Obviously, mine's Proverbs. Trevor, uh, I think mine would probably be Romans. Romans. Yeah. Um, or Galatians was good. Mm. Um, Hebrews is very. Hebrews helped me build my faith a lot. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I guess I don't really have a favorite, but. I mean, if I was to recommend a book to somebody, it'd probably be John. John, I think John is just a. I think it's the best out of the Gospels. Really? Yeah, I think it. I, I, That's another. Okay, just, we'll do that question just after. Just because it's that much different. We'll yeah, do that it's, question it's after. It's different, so I think it's the best out of the out of the Gospels. Um, I would say my favorite book in the Bible was Genesis. Mm. Mm. It's so much going on in Genesis. Dude, there, there's so much, and like, like you're reading from like, okay, um, God created the heavens and the earth, and it was good, and then all of a sudden, someone's building a boat because there's a massive <laughs> flood, and you're just like, what in the world is it? like? How did how did 34 chapters get from here to here? Like, that's crazy. Like, right? Not that Genesis 34 chapters to just make that clear, um, but yeah, I think that's just my all-time favorite, man. I think. I think the beginning of time and creation is just something that is just so fascinating. And like, yeah, that is very interesting. And people are just like, oh, like this, this, and this. I'm like, yeah, all that's all that's awesome, but that wouldn't exist unless creation happened. Like, it all goes yeah. back to that, right? And so, like, I just something that I like desire to know is just like just be so knowledgeable in creation because if you can understand the foundation of everything. It's such a huge starting point to understand every little thing in detail that has happened, right? So, like, just to appreciate, like, oh, they crossed the Jordan River. Well, let me go see where when Jesus made the Jordan River in time. Mm-hmm. And then realize, that, wow, Jesus made that. Close to no people have walked through there at that time. And, like, we're, we're watching the first of mm-hmm. many things, right? And that's so unique. Now, Genesis really is such a crazy good book too because like you go from like you said the creation and then you like you said noah and then but you also get abraham the father of israel you get like his direct sons which i always get them out of order was it jacob yeah right after right after yeah and then it was Isaiah, Isaiah, who was also changed his name. Well, God changed his name to Israel after they wrestled. After, so you get yeah, God yeah. wrestling yeah. somebody, dude. Like <laughs> yeah. Genesis goes crazy. Basically, basically, the Bible says, and this is doctrinal, that God WWE'd with people, dude. Like <laughs> he swan Tom. That's yeah. Jesus. Is. <laughs> yeah. He, like I. <laughs> That's <what> Jesus. Is. <laughs> I could just imagine, like, G, like God having this, like intro of like like the John Cena like ding 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 like there's no way he didn't have some mega intro of like oh my god right if he was a wrestling person that would be crazy 
Dude. Okay, so that was the second question that kind of came up for me. Wait, that was, to put that in perspective, all of that from the time that started was eight minutes. Well, from what? From Dazon's From the reading of up? the verse. Okay. So that was get into the word segment, basically? Yes. Yeah, he was like, hey, let's read this. It, it was a little bit more. Okay, let's, minutes, let's... But I stopped it once we kind of okay. started laughing about favorite books, the Bible and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's good. Okay, maybe next time we can go... That's the other thing I want to bring up right now also is you guys, we're going to post these things and nothing is going to be good. This is all going to be bad right off the start. You guys are going to grow with us as you listen and as we learn how to do this and as we upgrade equipment. We're using my my gaming PC and my microphone that I use to talk to my friends in Discord and we're sitting on my couch. Like this is, we have no idea what we're doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. So... Just bear with us as we grow and learn how to do this. Um, so maybe next time when we are talk talking about like a topic, we'll try to get a little more in depth because I have here like 10, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And what you said, that was like eight. eight so minutes, we'll just yeah. say like 10 minutes. So yeah. um, an idea that I have for the next one is that we all have a verse and maybe or like a passage or something that we can kind of touch on and maybe that'll give us a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. And then um, maybe we can extend that time, make it 25 minutes. And then if, like, all six of us are here. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it also varies with numbers. Yeah, so if all six of us are here, we're going to have a... We carried out that conversation pretty well in eight eight minutes, right? But six people, that's an automatic minimum of 16 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, some other things I've been writing down. Um, Whatever I end up posting this on, Spotify... Apple Podcasts, YouTube, YouTube, which SoundCloud, I'll probably try to do all of them. But if there is questions or if you disagree with us, let us know. Um, and we will bring it up in the next episode. I think that's a cool idea. What do you guys you think that's cool? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think the whole point of the non-denominational church and Christianity is to test it, you know? Like have like, questions. Have questions, test it, like... Like I think that I think we talked about that a little bit last week of like I ha- like talking to people who are maybe thinking about yeah. the non-denominational yeah. or whatever. Like we have friends who recently converted from Mormonism, and she's like, "Well, what, what's the biggest difference?" Oh, well, we want you to ask questions. Yeah, like, we don't yeah. want you like, "Hey, don't look into that. Just trust that Dude. we're leading you in the right way, right?" Yeah, like rather than like, "Why? Why are you asking me?" Like, go. Yeah. Go. 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 Try it. Go. Go. Look. Like. Uh, did did Jesus really walk on water? Well, is there any proof of it? Did Jesus really part the Red Sea? Well, let's go see historically. Is there proof of it? Why should we believe this? Yeah. And I guarantee, and at least in my life, and I and I can confidently say I can guarantee you that it's going to happen. It's going to show up. There's going to be proof. There's going to be at least some sort of thing that will spark your interest and belief yeah. of like, oh my God, this guy really walked on Earth. Like mm-hmm. this is this is crazy. Yeah. Um. So speaking of like asking questions, I'm reading Love Wins by Rob Bell and Jeremy showed me that guy. There's another that's a piece of knowledge from Jeremy that he's shared with me. I started watching his YouTube videos for probably like ten, fifteen minutes. I watched one dude, I wanted to cry, it was incredible. And then so I went and bought the book and that's something that they that he talked about is like people in certain churches not being allowed to ask questions and not even certain like religions he's talking about different churches of Christianity 
like if somebody has a question they're just they kind of dismiss it and they're just like oh like we don't really ask that question or we don't talk about these kind of things and he encourages us to ask these questions and this book is very interesting it like challenges normal traditional theology of heaven and hell mm. and it's really interesting i don't know how to feel about it yet but <laughs> it is interesting yeah, there's a there's a quote that my professor said it took me a second to find it but i just found it and he said because I, I had asked this i was like well what's what's the reason of like what's the reason we fight so hard for the freedom to do like to test it to do these things and he responded with a with a quote that was i was just like oh my gosh like that's so like how do you like (laughs) like i just want to be a person one day where i can say something and like without like even if it's like so not important to me to other people they're just like oh my god like this guy's a genius right just off the dome right like this is the kind of guy where i was like he would explain something like hey can you dumb it down and his dumbing it down was still way above (laughs) my like expertise like just crazy but he said we fight for the freedom of others to choose and practice their religion because that is what god does for us and that took me so long to wrestle like what does that mean what like what do you mean that's like like what do you mean like to have religion like wouldn't you say to have a relationship with God but he said we fight for the freedom of others to choose and practice their religion because that is what God does for us and I think that like I think that quote goes into the whole like free will talk of well do we do Christians have free will do <laughs> oh, like, like that question <laughs> that, that, that we're talking about last week oh, that for gosh. three hours right <laughs> <laughs> and uh but it's so interesting because like that I feel like that quote says like oh yeah like we have free will like like it doesn't say God died on the cross, so everyone and their mother would have relationship with Him, right? Like He did it so we could possibly have yeah. relationship with Him. But like they said, we fight for the freedom of someone to practice their religion and practice their their faith. That's such an interesting concept because, like, we're we're fighting like to keep like like the almost like amendments right like mm-hmm. like people nowadays like and you gotta go like oh second amendment like <laughs> like we're, we're we're staying true and proud right like we're fighting for this right and i mean that's something that we're doing too of like hey no like we're we're, we're trying to fight to keep the freedom of hey go go ask questions go mm-hmm. doubt it like please yeah. doubt it like yeah. that that's how your that's how your faith is going to grow like, yeah doubt things question things go go figure it out for yourself look at go look at atheism go look at calvinism go look at all these different things and be like huh that's so different what what do i believe what should i believe what's yeah. more, what's more logical what's more Where, reasonable what, yeah. what's the evidence of both sides so i was looking at um, crafting courses the other day and witchcraft witchcraft is like yeah. religion and witchcraft was a class that i could take and i was like kind of considering it i was like i i want to not that I want to learn witchcraft, but I want to learn about other religions. I want to learn about the other things right. so I could kind of, like, poke holes in it and be like, oh, like, yeah. Right. You know. The, the um, thing with that kind of stuff, I, like, I figured out from my life, I'm interested in knowing the religions that believe in God but practice in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, the people or uh, the one exception, I think, would be, like, atheism. Like, that's something that fascinates me a lot, but, like, that kind of stuff, like, witchcraft, all, like, I was like, that's not, 
if I look into that, how is that affecting my relationship with God? Yeah. Is that showing me a different point of view of God, or is that just so completely different? Just and, like, taking him out of the picture. Completely. Right. Like, I could, like, if we're arguing about the Second Amendment, and then I bring out the freedom of speech, sure, like, yeah, that's an amendment. Like, but that has nothing to do with what we were talking about yeah. in the conversation, right? Yeah. And I'm I think keep it a buck in a stack, bro. As soon as Trevor said a class that teaches witchcraft, I just started thinking about Harry Potter, bro. I don't. I, I would put the I sorting hat on, homie. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? I would say. At the end it. of first semester, you can like turn a light switch on. No, and off. That, like, that's what's what going I, on. That's what I was gonna say. I highly doubt that it teaches you how to practice witchcraft. But it, dude, I honestly wouldn't even put it past our world right now. Like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise true. me. I'm not right. shocked to hear that you right. say that, and I don't even think you're like lying about it. But it's just like. What are we doing? What, the, <laughs> like, what are we what doing? Are world? It's just right. paying money to go to this institution. Yeah. It's just what? something that... that like, yeah, I have a certificate in witchcraft. You're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Say, like, hey, bro, you want to go hang out with this? Ah, uh, sorry, I got sorry. witchcraft at three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, bro. I got what witch- did you just say? I got witchcraft class. <laughs> We're going to learn how to ride brooms today. What's your... <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we doing? That was crazy. Bro, speaking of riding brooms... I was watching Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I was watching Jeff Hardy, and I don't know if it was Halloween or what. But they had like broomsticks, like as like props, and this fool would like <laughs> this fool would jump on people, like riding the broom. Like he would jump <laughs> off the ladder and like put the broom in between his legs and just land on somebody. Right? It was so funny. I love WWE. All right, before this wraps up, I wanted to ask one more question. It's kind of related to the earlier question, like what's your favorite book of the Bible? Because you said John was your favorite of the Gospels, so now, like, what's your favorite Gospel? So, Joey. dude, that that's a hard question, right? So, let's get like basic, basic theology knowledge, right? I, like, I don't know if you guys know this. I I learned it while I was in school, but Matthew, Mark, and Luke are the synoptic Gospels, right? They're in unison. They like almost almost not word for word. It's perspective for perspective, but all for the same things, right? Mm-hmm. John, on the other hand is the Gospels, but not quite the same as the rest of them. So my favorite is John because it's it has that like different way of going about the Gospel, right? Yeah. But my favorite, I think, like my favorite part about the Gospels would be Matthew, Mark, and Luke because you're talking about three different guys who were writing their own journals in their own time, like in their own spaces, in their yeah. own cultures, in their own in their own houses like like whatever like whatever just completely different like not necessarily like us three together right here yeah, like right. Hey, what are we talking about what are we doing like let's yeah. figure out a plan right like they were just living life and then you read the bible and you like they line it up and you're just like how in the world <laughs> is it not word for word but like word for word yeah. of what so God was designing. Uh, if you have the knowledge on it, were those three, Matthew, Mark, Luke, were they written at the same time the same during time. the three years I, that they were all I, following I, I Jesus? I actually don't know that. Because that sure. would, I think that would make sense to me because if I'm not mistaken, John's perspective of the gospel was written at a later time. At a later time. And right. it was more of like an account of what took place during those years. Right. And it was already after Jesus had died and resurrected and then left again right so i think that is what sets john apart is like this is more of like 
I'm writing these things down as historical facts so that the world may not forget about them one day. For sure. Whereas Matthew, Mark, Luke, when I read through those, it just seems like you guys are saying like they're just daily journaling about their life to try to keep their thoughts in order. Yeah. And they're just like watching these things that they absolutely can't believe living right next to the living God himself right. and just soaking in that presence and wanting to write down as much of that detail as they could. Yeah. I think the thing that's still fascinating about all of that, though, is that we could go listen to a sermon, like, for instance, on Sundays, mm. I'm, I think, I think, I know for sure Trevor takes notes, I'm sure you take notes on Sunday. I but actually don't. Do you I'm not? a really bad note taker. Bro, I'm, telling, I'm telling Mike. <laughs> I'm just but, per, like, just for example, like, say we're all three taking notes on this Sunday, listening to Mike preach about your identity, right? Yeah. Like, what, like, whatever. After the fact, we're going to go home. We're going to write about all these crazy things that we heard. But what stuck out to me might be different than what stuck out to you. What stuck out to us might be different than what stuck out to him, right? Mm -hmm. And so for us to go home and write all these things, sure, it's in present time. and We were there. We listened to the same thing. We saw the same stuff, right? But it's still in perfect, like, unison. And interpretation. Right. Because, like, literally last week at service... Or it might have been two weeks ago. Me and you like talked a little bit afterwards, and you're like, "That thing that Mike was saying, like, this is how that was explained." Right. And then I was like, "Oh no, 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 it was this guy and this guy." And you're like, "Oh, that um, makes more sense. Yep. I didn't catch that." Yep. And so it's like you said, like we both were sitting there, we both listened to the same exact service, but like right. you might have missed one word that changed, changed it completely everything. for you. Right. Yeah. And these guys wrote about a three-year experience, and like yeah. didn't miss <laughs> none of them missed a single the, word. Not one. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, we're like. I don't remember the homework I was signed two hours ago, and you guys just remember these three years worth of facts. Yeah. And what in the world? But, like, it makes me think of, like, like I was a sheriff's explorer for a long time and did that kind of stuff, right? And the way you figure out what happened is by talking to the witnesses, mm. right? And you pull this witness aside and say, what happened? What's your story? You go to the next witness and go, what's your story? Now you compare the two, and you're like... There it is, right? Like there, there's, there's the absolute truth of what happened. You said this, he said this. This aligns. This doesn't align. Meaning something either one of you is right, and now I need one more person to see or mm-hmm. camera like footage to support it. So for three people to write about this three-year encounter with Jesus on Earth, and the stories are in perfect unison, that is insane. Also, dude, the fact of like in a court of law, and you know this as as well, is that like human testimony is usually seen as the weakest form of evidence mm-hmm. because we know how unreliable memory, memory can be can to be. certain things and situations. Right. But like you keep saying, like we keep getting back to the fact of the matter is that like these guys didn't miss a single beat right. on any of the retellings or reaccountings of this, and so it just it forces us to to lead, or at least for me, it forces me to lead to believe that like. The Holy Spirit and Christ was actually inspiring them in such a profound way that it Absolutely. was. Absolutely, it, was, it came from God. There's right? no way a human could possibly, especially three separate humans, to be able to write it down word for word, perfectly. Yeah, like you yeah, go read the Great wild. Commission, mm-hmm. it's go and make disciples. Then you go to like in Matthew, it's go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you to do. Then you go to Mark, and it's that just in different words mm-hmm. and it's mark's way of saying like it's like almost like just different cultures like different twang like yeah. in the south they're saying y'all we're saying you guys like just things, like, like, yeah. exactly, exactly <laughs> right and so it's just it's just it's just crazy like it's crazy like there's 
when people are like, what? All scripture is God breathed. Well, what do you mean by that? I mean that. Yeah, that, yeah. that is God breathed. Yeah. That, that's that's wild. We could rehearse what we would say or write down for the next three years and we're still going to mess it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and say it differently. Bro, three and years and then we have, like, on top of what we're, the one day a week where we're trying to write what we're going to try to correlate, we have our regular lives going on. We have right. our girlfriends, our families, our jobs, our hobbies. Like, yeah. there's no way that I would. Yeah, exactly. Like, be able to write exactly what you wrote. Yeah. Too much. Um, I guess to answer my own question, my favorite gospel I think is oof. I think I'm gonna have to go with Luke, dude. I really like how Luke wrote it. I like the yeah. language that he used and the way that he like retold Jesus' parables and things like that. And it was just really cool to get his perspective on things. And I like you guys said though, John is written in such a unique way that it, it is appreciated I would say deeply yeah. <laughs> I deeply all of the bible is deeply appreciated for sure but yeah. like <laughs> when comparing the gospels I guess you would say that yeah <clears throat> I just I had a lot of fun reading the gospels Same. like learning about the story of Jesus from eyewitnesses you know mm-hmm. like um, learning how to live like Jesus told us to and how to attempt to mimic the lifestyle of Jesus. It was interesting and it was fun to learn about. And yeah, John was just John, I just had a lot of fun reading it. It was a lot it was it was way different than the rest of them. So mm-hmm. it was it was entertaining to to dive into that. Um what did I just finish reading? I just finished reading like first and second Peter. And okay. So those, it was cool. Um, but so the problem that I'm kind of like having is that now that I want historical context, mm. is I'm not like there is some. Okay, let me start over. It's like a fifty-fifty split of. Sometimes I'm like, okay, Jesus, I need you to speak to me because I'm going through this. Like, I need help. I need wisdom. I need guidance. And then mm-hmm. there's other times where I'm just reading the Bible to gain, like, knowledge. And I guess now that I say it out loud, it's it doesn't, like, it's not bad. But it was something that I struggled with. Like, I kind of felt guilty that, like, I was reading the Bible to, like, as if it was a textbook. Wait, hold up, dude. That's crazy because obviously no judgment or anything, mm-hmm. but like for me, I never read the Bible. I've never tried like, oh God, like today was so hard. Like point me to a, like a book in the Bible that can like give me some direction yeah. and then like feeling led and going, I've never tried or done that. Mm-hmm. And I've only ever read the Bible as like a historical textbook mm-hmm. that was given to us by God to yeah. let us know how things have gone and how we should proceed. And so like for me, it almost feels like I would feel because okay I guess the way that I think about that is like I think that's what prayer is for yeah if I'm having a bad time or if like I really need a quote-unquote miracle or something Mm -hmm. I feel like that's when I need to open up a real conversation with the living God in the real time and so I guess like the book is living breathing text too and so it's alive as well so it has meaning for every season and reason 
That's so interesting though, that I've actually never even considered so, that. So, like, just to just to have this conversation, and and like you said, like it's not any judgment. Yeah. Um, so when can you physically hear like God speak to you? I've never heard what I would think would be God's voice. So <laughs> to like not necessarily have a rebuttal, but to like like. Just something that I thought thought about was, um, that's how, that's the most common form of God speaking to me mm. personally is through the Bible. Okay. So instead of like reading, reading it as a textbook, it's like okay, God speak to me, help me with the season that I'm in, and that's where that's when it goes back to to Proverbs, what we were talking about earlier. It's yeah. like interpreting the verse a certain way more literal like a history textbook Mm -hmm. or like okay there's a whole bunch of spiritual stuff behind this like like joey said and so like something that i have talked about to just like friends and and jeremy and kimmy is there you could read the bible like a hundred times over front to back and i i would want to guarantee that each hundred times that you read it you might interpret most of it differently mm-hmm. depending on the season that you are in or what you're going through. And so some, sometimes I'll, I'll pray before I read the Bible. I'm like, hey, God, like, help me to understand what I'm going to read in the way that I need to understand this. Like, and with the season that I'm going through and, like, because God knows my heart. He knows what I need. And so god lead me to read this and interpret this the way that you feel i need it to help me with x y and z yeah and so i don't know maybe it's actually it's interesting that you said you've never done that yeah because i feel like for me for me i feel like that's like normal yeah no i definitely want to like try it now going forward because like and to like to not rebuttal but to give you the answer exactly like how it it's like such a weird conversation but like um to how to i would say like when i have prayer I um I usually will lead with a time of like silence after the prayer to mm-hmm. not necessarily hear God's voice but to have thoughts. Mm-hmm. And what I usually tend to find is like I can ruminate or think about something that's stressing me out all day and I'm having that internal dialogue with myself with my consciousness essentially. And that versus when I actually take 5 minutes to take some deep breaths and really center myself into the presence of the Holy Spirit and then have those conscious thoughts directly to God and then when I have that quiet time afterwards mm. my thoughts are no longer my thoughts yeah, yeah. and that is how I perceive God speaking to me because I have ideas and ways to think about whatever it is that has been causing me strife mm-hmm. in a way that is truly inspired in my opinion by God so mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I've ever heard you shall not do that yeah, based yeah, on I've yeah. never heard that voice <laughs> and I don't think I ever will and if I do I will be stoked yeah but for me God yeah, <laughs> yeah you know for real I'm yeah. like no where are you at <laughs> yeah. like Trevor this isn't funny <laughs> where are you um but yeah I would say like that is how I would perceive God speaking to me and then obviously through others in conversation oh yeah yeah like I um, 100% believe I might the same like, thing. pray on something yeah. and then like God sends Kimmy to me at mm-hmm. young adults and yeah. she just 
pours like, into me in a way that I yeah. didn't even know that she was going to be able to. And so it's like God hears me and answers that prayer later. Mm-hmm. So like that's how I would say it's, I've always leaned on prayer to do those things yeah, instead of reading the Bible. That. But I feel like, and I'm going to do that in, in the very near future is leaning into the word mm-hmm. as like a form of prayer and like praying yeah. over that text that I feel led to and stuff. That's such an interesting. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And so that it's like, it, that's a trip too is because for some reason I thought everybody thought that way. Yeah. And so... Mm-hmm. It's it's a good thing that we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just something so small. It could it could change. We could try each other's things. Pause and it could. <laughs> pause and it could yeah yeah pause. All right, it could. Uh, Trevor's canceled this week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> last week it was days on. This week it was <laughs> no, um, it was day day. Day day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I wish the listeners would could listen to. They last know what week. we're talking I'm, about. Yeah, the other reference. Yeah. Dude. Um. Uh, what was I talking about? Uh, like, yeah, like trying okay. each other's yeah. ideas. Okay, there you go. That's a good way to put it. And like, it could be life changing for both of us, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's just a good conversation, Joey. I actually want to get your input on kind of what we were talking about. Just what do you? What are your thoughts? What do you think? Yeah. What is your practice? Do you do a little bit of both? Have you tried both? Do you lean towards one or the other? Um, as in like reading the Bible. Is that what you're like um. About? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I, yeah. kind of the way that this conversation is going right <laughs> yeah. now is like, how do you present to God like your problems? And it's not saying that like yeah. I, well, I am saying that I only usually do it through prayer. But Trevor's saying that like he does it through prayer, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm okay. with you guys. Um, yeah, I think I think for me, like I have this, like there's sometimes I feel like I just have this understanding of like. God, you know what I'm thinking. Like, mm-hmm. do, I, do I need to communicate this to you? I, like, I know you know, yeah. right? Do I but, even need to talk? <laughs> right, so there's, like, there's times where, like, I feel like I just, like, open up the Bible and I just get into it and I'm like, you already know what's going on. Like, I just, like, <laughs> I don't got time. I need help ASAP, right? Like, there's that kind of stuff. But then, they're, like, there's also, like, like, even today, like, driving in the car, like, when I'm in the car, I'm one of those freaks that, like, just no radio, no nothing. Like, I'm just in silence, right? Like, it's Psychopath. Just, right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, it's just my favorite because, like, somebody, like, if you're not in the car with me, like, and you're like, if we pull up to a stop sign, you think I'm just, like, on, like, hands-free mode talking to someone? I'm not. I'm Most of the time, like, it's just me talking. And it's just, like, it's, like, I'm so weird for saying that. But, like, it's just this thing where, like, with my relationship with God is, like, sometimes it's, like, God, I know you know what I'm thinking. And then I also have the mindset of, like, there's times where, like, I think it was, like, a father-son relationship where, like, I did something and my dad knows I did it. He just wants me to acknowledge it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so there's times where, like, even today I'm in the car. I'm like, God, like, I don't know. Like, I know this is what you're calling me to. I know this is this is how we're going about it. I know you have me in this position for a reason. Now, why is all this stuff happening? Mm-hmm. Like, like, not to get into too many, like, family details but like why is my parents facing this like trial in their marriage why like why like this is not this is not supposed to be happening like Mm -hmm. this is not how i thought it was gonna go right and so i'm like jesus like why like why this why that like what do you like there has to be a reason i know you have a reason i know you're gonna turn it for good now just what is it like i have faith you'll do it but like just tell me bro like (laughs) the stress right exactly yeah and so like when i hop in the bible like how you said like i can read it as a history book or i can read it as like the living breathing Mm -hmm. word of god right and i would i would say i don't necessarily have a mindset of i'm gonna read it as a history book today like i think i just read it understanding that it's history Mm. and a life Mm. (laughs) right and so when when i'm reading the bible like i think this guy 
<laughs> like when I when I'm reading the Bible, like I'm I'm under the understanding that I'm reading stories of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? And I'm also realizing that the stories that I'm reading are people who put their trust in God, people who didn't put their trust in God, people mm-hmm. who are messing with the idea of God, and people who know God to be true, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like like. Sometimes I feel like I have a faith like Paul, and sometimes I feel like I have a faith like Samson. Like mm-hmm. I like, and so I think there's just times in my life, like even right now, where like I just read the Bible and I'm like, God, what did this person do? What did this? What did this scenario do for this person? How did they go about it? What did you say? How did you respond? Yeah. And I think oftentimes when I feel God or like God, you're speaking to me, is when I read the Bible or I'm just talking to friends, kind of like how we talked about like through community, through the church, or through the Word of God, where I'm like, no, this is, this is who you are, and this is, this is what, this is what you're trying to tell me and call me to, right? Yeah. And so I think something that helps is, like, sometimes, like, when I was little, like, I remember, like, something would happen, like, some extravagant thing, like, my sister stole my crayon or something, like, just something, like, not important, right? Extravagant. And I just, like, I remember, like, I would just run to my room, I'd grab my Bible, I'd throw it on my bed, and I'd be like, close my eyes, open it up, point, okay, God, like, that one's for me, what is it, like, and it just, like, it was like, he wept, I'm like, dang it, like, <laughs> like, try again, right, like, it just, like, that just, not saying it can't happen, but, like, that just, that's how it went for me, right, yeah, um, yeah. but, I mean, but, I mean, yeah, like, I think, like, I think I just go into it with both mindsets, like, the understanding of, sure, this, very true it's a history book it's mm-hmm. it's a textbook per se but i i'm also aware that this textbook is so applicable to any season that i'm walking through and the way the way i see it is that there's not one season that i'm going to be going through that's not mentioned in the bible or someone else hasn't gone through it mm. so that's 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 the that's the mindset i have with all of it like i think there's times where i'm in an all-time high of like i have no doubts i have no nothing and i think there's times where i'm like and like why is it so hard right now like what like i've i i have a degree in understanding you like why why is this so hard like it's it's so it's such a crazy thing but i think that's the other thing of like when you read it like a textbook this is a completely different thought mm-hmm. when i read it like a textbook i'm reading it in the way of like i want to know what jesus says i want to know his character mm-hmm. i want to know like almost like an investigation of like yeah. I want to know who this person is so I can understand them yeah. and I also want to know Paul I want to know James I want to know Matthew I want to know these guys I want to know the, the disciples because when I get to times of like why the hell is this happening yeah. oh what happened to Paul at this time and he was in Ephesus and he did yeah. this thing and he did this thing and this is what Jesus said to him is this applicable to me probably yeah. right and so instead of like God like please just speak to me like something that I don't know like I need to I, I've never heard this before. Like, please show me how to... Like, that's so hard to do. Yeah. Rather than, like, God, please remind me. Yeah. Right? Like, please remind me of this perspective. Please remind me of this piece. Please remind me of this story where this person went through it and this was the mindset that that person had and just just things like that. So I, I would say I see it as what both of you guys said, but as them working together rather than two separate, separate. ways of doing it. Yeah. That's tough. Honestly, as you explained that, I feel like 
that is how I've read it more as well, but just still not doing the actual practice of what Trevor said about right. like using it in that time yeah. as a tool and as a resource. But like I definitely resonate with how you were t- speaking about like acknowledging that it is both because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I do that as well when I read it. Um, I think that like to take a big step back, not a big step back, but to give us bigger context, um, I'm currently reading through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation for the first time. There's plenty of books in the Bible that I've read countless times and multiple times or a few times, but this is the first time that I've ever like, okay, I want to go through the whole thing in like a consecutive sweep. So I think that is a part to play in why I'm viewing it through the lens that I am. Because like, yeah. I'm trying to understand the whole story from when God yeah. decided to start everything to the revelation and what that speaks about. And mm-hmm. so I feel like that's kind of why my lens is focused into the more textbook mode right now. Yeah. Um, because that is how I'm reading it. And like you said, is great. the second time I read it, I'm going to get so many different things from it because I've already gotten that historical understanding of the book and now I'm going through it for this reason and then like the third fourth fifth time are all going to draw these different things out and I think that I think yeah that's just that's just how it works that's just how it was intended to work you know it's kind of like like rewatching a movie Mm. like you'll you'll for example I'll watch uh, Spider-Man across the multiverse and I'll watch it for the first time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this movie is so good. I need to watch it a hundred more times. And the second time I watch it, I pick up on uh, foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not saying that I'm not using foreshadow as an example in the Bible, but it's like there's just certain things that you pick up on the second time. Or it could be completely different mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, now I don't even see the. I'm not seeing the bigger picture. I'm seeing a completely different picture. Yeah. And so, I mean, that I know for sure that has happened to me where I've, because there's times where it's even happened like in church. Like I have for the last like two, three years, I have every Sunday for the last two, three years that I've been in church, I have it written in a couple pages. And sometimes we'll touch on the same couple verses and it's in different contexts, mm-hmm. not, not different contexts, but it's, it's a different scenario of the season of life that Mike is talking about or Joe's talking about. And, um, yeah, so, I don't know. I think something that goes into is, like, I read it I read it this way. This is my understanding of it. Now, the next time I read it, I'm going to get the new perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think something that we push um, just as, like, ministry leaders and as church leaders is um, just going through with the body of Christ, right? Like, having the community, having that church, having having the people like small groups having friendships like this where we're talking about things and doing things because now I'm reading so and so I'm reading in the book of James you're reading in Genesis you're reading in Proverbs like we're all in different things and maybe I mean not for everybody like but for in my situation I've read all these books mm-hmm. now I'm reading this and here's my perspective and I'm going to tell you that perspective you're like well that's crazy because that's not what I got I got this this and this yeah. and then he goes well that's not what I got and then now we're realizing instead of me having to read it again now I'm getting all of your guys' perspectives, <laughs> and now the next time I go back, I have five different perspectives yeah. of the same verse rather than my one from last year. Hopefully, yeah. I remember it. Like, <laughs> and I, so I think I think that's also like the push of like, like it's so important to just get around people who are doing what you do and believing what you believe, yeah. right? And for that exact reason, yeah. yeah. All right, what do you guys think? We're at hour eighteen, I think that was pretty good. Hour eighteen, you want to cut it there? Say sixty to ninety minutes. 
Yeah, I think good episode length. Yeah, I think that's yeah. good. I think that's valid. All right, so winding down, I heard from Mr. Beast that when you announce <laughs> the end of the video, that you should end it very quickly. So, Joey, would you like to lead us in a prayer out, and then we are literally going to end this podcast. All right, wait. You better hurry up. I can't think. Hold on. Tick, tick, um, tick. <laughs> this is going to be so bad as a first episode, but... If you do listen, thank you. Leave us feedback if there's any way to. Um, I want to thank Dazon and Joey for coming over and for doing this with me. Um, Matt, Doug, Dayday, we miss you guys. <clears throat> Hope you guys can make it next week. Um, yeah, let's go, Joey. Let's 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 pray, man. All right, um, let's do it. Uh, dear Jesus, we just thank you for today and the conversations we get to have and the laughs we get to have and the doubts we get to have and uh, I just thank you for um, Trevor and um, this calling that you've put on him to have this podcast and have just these real and authentic conversations that all of us are wanting to have but maybe too afraid to start and uh, I just pray that you can use Trevor as a clear um, communicator for the things and the doubts that people are going through and I pray that you just use him to touch us and uh I thank you that we get to have moments like these to where we can just wrestle with the word and wrestle with your character. And I pray that um, we can just go about this weekend, um, learn something new about you and learn something new about um, each other. And I pray that we'd have a good uh, um, and amazing week and good service at church on Sunday. And um, just thank you for being who you are and the relationship that we get to have with you. And in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.